By the way, we're playing the full intro, people. Enjoy it. I mean, there's still 20 seconds left, guys. <laughs> actually starts to get painful <laughs> i still love it i st i do still love it it's our thing it's our theme tune so hi first of all hi sam hi george how's it going hello boys i'm good how are you living the dream as always george are you living I, the dream i'm good i'm um recovering from a bit of illness but yeah on the up and up and looking forward to the weather improving in the uk which it seems to be doing yeah it looks good for the next few days right yeah especially in chester which will be a treat because let's be honest it's been a pretty poor year so far and i'm a pe teacher and i pretty much live for the good times and there's been none so i'm moving to thailand <laughs> I've, de hey. I've decided <laughs> last minute yeah 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 last minute decision so what we thought we would do actually so thanks for coming back thanks for coming on it gets these are kind of busy times i would say for the three of us we're starting to like with training and work and we're, we're finding these harder to do. So what we thought we would do was we thought we would take a small sabbatical. We're going to call this end of season one. We're going to draw a line under it. I think it's been a really good start. I've had, I've had a brilliant time recording these. I've learned so much. I come away buzzing from them. So I thought us three, let's chat about our favorite moments for the from the entire season, which is an, is an Americanism, the entire series. Can you call it a series? Well, whatever it is. So the entire whatever, we're going to talk about our favourite moments, we're going to talk about our plans for next season, um, or what we would like to achieve with next season, and just hopefully have a have a thoroughly bloody good time. Um, what I'd like to say before we get into all this is thanks to everyone who's listened, and thanks to people who've sent in the comments from far and wide, and it's amazing who's sending me messages to say they've listened to it, and who's reached out to say they've enjoyed it. It's been quite uh, humbling really to see how far it's gone and and how many people are listening I've been hugely humbling do you know we've had over 13,000 listens I'm just looking at it now 13,000 people have listened to our humble little show name drivel <laughs> yeah. my mum's done 12,942 <laughs> just been sat there pressing refresh all day <laughs> I agree with what Sam said there it's a lot of my friends from school or friends that I grew up with have listened to it. And we've started talking more. They've been saying, oh, great podcast. But I've also spoke to new people. Uh, but some of the guests we've had as well, like I would never have stumbled across them on social media. Some of them, I still comment on their stuff and yet they're nice enough to even, you know, throw me a like back. But uh, yeah, some of the guests have been great. Uh, it's been a real good experience. And yeah, this is hopefully just the end of one season. And... Are we going to kill someone off at the end of this as like a, a cliffhanger to bring people back? What, like EastEnders? Season two. Do we, I don't <laughs> have... Like who's done it? Who's getting fired? I don't have the sting, like the... Need... Boom, 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 boom. Like, I don't... So, maybe, mate... Ben's, maybe Ben's just going to fire one of us. Me, me or Sam's going to get fired. <laughs> You're going to lose all your wages. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> The public won't find out who it is until next season. It will be replaced by someone younger, better looking, quicker. 
You FIFA. hang on. If we're going younger, then it's going to have to be me being replaced, right? <laughs> I'm the oldest. <laughs> we got the theme in the whole oh, series. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll get a younger host. It's fine. Um, I'll listen in. I'll, I will be excited and and bitter at the same time. You can tune your hearing aids into iPads <laughs> nowadays. So you can just... Funny story. My dad, like his 50th birthday, he bought himself a Vespa scooter. And his 60th birthday, he sold it and bought himself um, hearing aids. So I'm sure I'm cruising well, I'm that cruising. way. <laughs> That's no, a real that... like blow that is when you're going from your Vespa scooter life to hearing aids. Yeah, because he couldn't drive the Vespa because he was getting too wobbly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we've gone off track. Um Let's talk about the season um, because it's been a really good one, and and we probably should touch on the taboo subject, the subject that we don't talk about very often, which is there is no opening episode. <laughs> season season one, episode one doesn't exist in the ether anymore, and that's because we felt as much as we've grown in throughout this show, as much as we've changed, that one really, I guess didn't represent us how we wanted it to represent us in the end. We just had, a, we had a laugh and then we didn't have guests and we suddenly changed direction. And actually I think we all just made the decision. Let's take that down and let's kind of start from season two. So uh, episode two. I think we, we were finding our feet and I think we were, I think it's fair to say we sort of found our feet quite quickly by episode two. You know, we were pretty much getting there and we, we were seeing where we wanted to go with this. And just that first episode wasn't quite there, was it? No. So, well, go on. No, go on. I think even, even I've never met George. So even that was probably just getting used to one another, getting used to the, the podcast yeah. setup, getting used to everything about it. So, yeah, it's a learning experience. And hopefully season two, we're going to come back stronger. 100%. In <laughs> fact, do you know what, I, I, George, I'm really looking forward to you two actually meeting because I, I think... I was going to say, it's taken a whole season of a podcast for Sam to now just on the pre-chat for this podcast to agree to meet me. Yeah, to come and support you at Heaver Castle. And even then I've got to drive like 10 hours to the south. <laughs> oh, your HRV for training is going gonna, is gonna to say don't race, I reckon. You know, when you travel for a long time, it really yeah. is like yeah. dial, dial back the intensity and you're like, um, I can't, I'm just about to do a half iron. <laughs> dial it back, yeah. you'll be fine. No, yeah, you will be absolutely fine. So that's exciting. I struggle as much as last time. Well, you know the course now, yeah. So that's good fun. And if you haven't, I mean, if you're listening to this and you you're completely unaware of, you know, this messy happy, then there is actually a video on that YouTube channel of George racing Heaver Castle previously. Maybe we'd do a sequel, season two of the video, season two of the video, and Sam's there as well. So that would be good for them to actually see you. You've both been in videos of mine. But it would be good for all three of us to be together. That would be pretty cool. Just before we leave for Thailand, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. Go in back on the podcast chat, podcast chat quickly, and not putting anyone on the spot here. But who we are? So two questions really: favorite guests, Oof. and which podcast do you feel you benefited most from? Great question. I'll start off because I. Absolutely loved the chat with Andy Rayner, uh, the Forrester Dean runner. I thought he was so insightful about his training and his build for the 240 marathon. And like you said earlier, I've kept up with him on Instagram, constantly sort of checking up on his runs that he's doing and have taken some of those kind of inspirations into my own training for the London marathon, which I'm doing at the moment. So just started it now. 
and I'm not kind of fully going Canova because I don't think I can <laughs> I can hack it to be honest <laughs> and it's my first marathon um so I'm kind of taking some of those bits and including them within sessions but yeah I thought he was great and really explained everything brilliantly to an idiot like me and was passionate Massively. And he's so nice, isn't he? He was just so humble. Um, just a really, really not. I mean, every guest we've had on, I've I've come away thinking, Jesus, they're so nice. We've just had nice guests, haven't we? That have been a pleasure to talk yeah. to. And Andy was very much, very much that. So yeah, I was thinking about this while I was walking this morning when I was walking Winnie. And I think I am a little biased because it was the one I was most excited about before we even started. But the one I was I really enjoyed the most was uh, was Rob Griffiths um like I just got so much time for Rob anyway as a coach as a person um he was my level three tutor on on the the triathlon course but he every time you speak to him you come away going oh my god I never knew that and you learn something new like his you know when he was talking about combi you know the how to change behavior is capability opportunity motivation you can't change it with one of those three you have to have all three of those three that has that has been such a huge shift in thinking for me just just I suppose it was just verbalizing what I wanted to know because I love all this motivation stuff like that Rob that chat with Rob Griffiths for me was was a proper game changer they were all great but particularly talking to him I always feel like I come away having learned something really insightful and game-changing how about, about you George? yeah um so I think the most useful and insightful one that I got out of it personally probably Dane Mitchell strength and conditioning coach um really good chat with him and sort of went on to following him on social media which if anyone's interested in strength and conditioning for athletes, uh, endurance specifically, or, you know, shorter stuff as well, definitely go give him a follow. You can see by some of the athletes he works with on his Instagram, he's a really dedicated coach, uh, does some great stuff. So I feel I've a lot of learned from just watching him and the talks we've had. Um, but I think just for pure enjoyment, and I'm going to absolutely butcher her name here. Um, is it Eloise? Eloise Delart. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I cannot pronounce it because um, it was just pub chat. I think Jeez. that podcast for me was where I think, yeah, we need to just put this in a pub and yeah. have a big microphone in the middle of us because it was so laid back. And I think it was good to have a professional athlete there sat in front of us and just being honest. And she's been honest about things she struggled with, things she's passionate about, her eating habits, her drinking habits, training habits. And that, for me, was what this podcast was about, is getting people on just to chat, be honest, be a bit goofy and chat around. So, yeah, I think they're my two favourites there. Were, were you both surprised about the um, how down-to-earth all of the pro athletes that we spoke to or, or pre, you know, um, previous pro, even like Holly Rush, you know, they, they're all, they've all been top-level elite athletes and they were so down to earth and I know that sounds ridiculous because of course they would be but it, sometimes it takes talking to people like that to realize like god we're all just the same we all just love what we do and they were I just found it so refreshing to kind of genuinely chat to pro athletes and just go oh you're just people I think that's one of the coolest things about our sport is that the pros and us line up on the same start line at the same time the same day transitions all the same and you get to really feel close to people and just kind of like you're one and I mean the same almost with them 
Mm. If you went to play football, you'd never get the chance to even step on the same pitch as someone like, I don't know, Ronaldo or Messi. No. But with triathlon, like I said, you get you get a really a chance to get close to people personal and really understand what they what makes them tick as well as what kind of drives them. So it's really I think it's really cool about sport. Yeah, and they kind of I guess, you know, because they don't they're not huge millionaire money makers, like they don't have that ego. They have that level of humility that that just they're they're in the game for the right reasons, you know. Like there there was a footballer that used to play for Spurs. I think his name was Benoit Asuakoto, long time ago. He didn't even like football. He just did it because he could get paid millions. Like genuinely, but I just don't see the point. But you you get we picked up that complete passion from all of our all of the athletes we talked to, didn't we? Like from amateurs to elites and everyone in between. It was just a pure passion for running and triathlon. That's that's one thing I'm always a little bit jealous about is when, say, if I'm going racing uh, and I've, I've often got Ellen with me, she gets to watch the pro race. Um, and don't get me wrong, she, she's not that interested. She does know a few of the athletes and she does track it. But I'd be buzzing. Um, so I am always a little bit jealous. So when we're at the World Champs later on this year, I won't get to like be on that finish line watching those two people battle it down the chute. Hopefully they'll do a men and ladies separate day. And I can watch the females the day before because, yeah, this sport is so accessible. Like I said, everyone on the same same course, you can, you know, correspond your times directly to that individual's times on that day because you're all there together. And who so was I think it? That's... You on one of the first the first time I ever met you, George, we proper fangirled a pro, didn't we? Do you remember? We literally yeah. ran up some. Who was it? I can't remember. We were at Challenge Roma and it, it was, was Adam Italy. Bowden. It was Adam Bowden, yeah. We literally both ran up to him and we were like, oh, hi, Adam. We're very, very big fans and and um, uh, uh, good luck. <laughs> we didn't get a photo. We, we should have got a photo. I know. We really should have done. And and he was like, oh, thanks. You guys racing today? And we are like, yeah, yeah, but not as fast as you. <laughs> but he was <laughs> so nice joke every time yeah, yeah it must be so cliched well, wasn't it as a little send-off how about i get you a a photo of adam for your little <laughs> end of the end of can we photoshop <laughs> ourselves on it in roma <laughs> we'll just like backdate the selfie yes yeah, I, I agree i think I, it just it makes me really proud of the sport that we're in having the guests that we've had on. And, and we know there are other guests we know that we want to have and we've got to do a bit more groundwork and stuff like that. And I think we, we all know who we're talking about, or at least one of them. So is like one of the big fish that I definitely want to get on and convince is, is good. Um, I won't name in case it doesn't happen, but I, I think... Um, oh, you are you both going like that? <laughs> I don't have a clue. Hang on, who I'm going to mouth it at you so that it's... <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that would be easier. Oh yeah. I just I mean this is this is great. <laughs> this is great podcast material. We've done a whole series and we still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, this is um right where's Do you think some listeners are gonna be listening really carefully at that moment yeah, trying was to see I if they can hear, to hear. Um but I, I actually think there's potential for, for us to get some really good guests on. I mean, look at the guests that we also got. We got we got uh, Neil Walker talking about sleep, a professor of sleep. I was going to say, his, his was really interesting. And that's I think that's applicable to more than just us nerdy triathletes or runners. Yeah. That's that's one that kind of, yeah, anyone could learn from. And I think that's that kind of stuff really interests me as well. Mm. And, and applicable we, for we, yeah, any, anyone, anywhere, anytime. 
That's it. it, it it's, it's got broad appeal. And anyone, I mean, everybody sleeps. Everybody can learn something from that. And we, we spoke about it a while ago, didn't we? Like, I, I did have this thing, and I still think it's got some, some legs in it, that perhaps we just find athletes in... I wouldn't call triathlon a niche sport, but let's, you know, let's say other non-mainstream sports, like not football, not rugby, stuff like that, but and find out what makes them tick, what drives them to get to the top, what what lessons can we learn in triathlon from them? You know, people, you've got, you got rock climbing and skateboarding and stuff going to the Olympics. So, you know, we've got some big sports, uh, niche sports going yes. to a big thing. That's a, that's a question to the listeners there. If, if anyone's got recommendations or people they want to hear from... Mm ask us to ask them, you know, just let us know if you're listening to anything. Oh, I'd love to, you know, see, see those three chat to that person. Just let us know. And we're happy to approach and try, see if they'll come on the show for a chat and talk about, you know, whatever subject they want to at that point in time. Definitely. I think, I think recommendations or people, what people want to hear is a definitely a good way for us to go because, you know, you you look at some of our most some of our most popular podcasts. I'll read them to you. There was a, there was a, p- a patch that we went through that that really took off. Um, coincided while George wasn't on the show. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was it was um... brutal. Guess we know who's going at the end of this. You're, you're fired. <laughs> you're for the chop. I would never Mother do of that. God. Never to either of you. You are your mainstays. Um, but we, we did go through a period when we had, we, it was Holly Rush and then Andy Rayner and then Neil Stanley, Nick Bester. Um, yeah. So when we had those guys on, the listens really went up and I, and I was trying to work out why that might be. It might have, it literally just might have been a purple, purple patch where the podcast just got pushed a little more. But um, that seemed that seemed like a really popular series. Maybe it was the fact that they were social media based, you know, Holly Rush and Nick Bester and... Um, Andy Rayner have got quite a big social media presence, yeah. So it could it could have been that, but that that really was a was a popular period. But we've had some. I mean, you look at some of the other stuff, some of the other people we've spoken to, Alex Matthew, in a, in you know running an ultra, having a heart attack and stuff like that. That his his attitude on life was absolutely incredible as well. You know, Claire Cashmore, Paralympian, yeah, <laughs> totally. Great chat. And, and Graham, and the, the, the series with Graham, when we did, like, we, we followed him every day while they were doing yeah. um, the, the pylon thing. So what was it called? It wasn't Exposure. That was what Mary did, the other pylon. Um, it was 10,000, 1,000 miles in a week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, now, what was it actually called? Oh, I'm letting Graham, I'm, Graham, I'm letting you down here. I can't remember what it was actually called, but it was it was pylon something, wasn't it? It was team pylon. But they ran a ridiculous amount of mileage and climbing um, ascent as well. And we had John. John was our first guest, actually. Graham's brother, John, was our first guest talking about ultra running. I mean, when you look back, we've had some amazing guests. We've covered a lot as well, haven't we? Yeah. We've covered ultra running. We've covered the the Paralympics. We've covered uh, paratriathlon, sorry, triathlon, pros, amateurs, sleep experts. Yeah. and not just, and we know, and we haven't been just going after what you'd call traditionally fast runners. I think, yeah, I think that's actually something that has really struck a chord with me. Is a lot of people who have, have said to me they really like listening to people they can relate to more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as, as interesting as it is to for us to hear about the pros and kind of what training they do, and to to kind of compare it to yourself, but then for for a lot of people, the more relatable 
kind of approach to training and the more relatable approach to how you balance life, family, work, training, everything is really interesting. Um, and there's a lot to be learned. Yeah, definitely. Because it's it's what other it's what we're all going through, right? We don't get to live that pro life. Sadly, I would absolutely love that, but it just it's not gonna happen. Wait till the YouTube kicks off. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> I feel no, like I, I say that it's already taken off. It's already doing, doing all right. Amazing. Doing all right. This this podcast is just like piggybacking on the back of Ben's massive YouTube channel. <laughs> With us a little rucksack on his back, like carry us. Oh, I'm more than happy. Why are you so tired all the time? Because he's carrying us two around. <laughs> I love it. Like I genuinely, I'm so happy that I asked you two to do this. Like I, I've had such a good time, and and we I, we never, you know, Sam, we never really lost lost touch, but we weren't in contact, you know, regular regular. But I feel like you know we've renewed a friendship and and strengthened it, which has been great and and it's it's been great for you to meet george as well because you know I, I, when did we meet george 2016 so we've been friends for like five years was it yeah something like that and i think that's I think strong as well so like I, I feel like i've really strengthened bonds with two friends and created a friendship between you two as well so as uh, you know as far as podcasts go i think that's the winner for me is is just the relationship we've built and how it, I, I genuinely think it will go from strength to strength as we go through as we go through this once i move to thailand on the other side i mean you know when you approach me to this podcast it was at a time in my life where i couldn't move for podcast deals i turned down a lot of big names i feel privileged <laughs> I feel very privileged because no. I mean you were going to be on the Crouchy podcast, weren't you? Peter Crouch wanted you. Yeah, no, but generally I'd never even thought ever. I never about, even heard of a podcast. I, I think I spoke to Ellen about this and was just like, "Do I want to do this? Could I? Can I do this? Do I sound like I can do a podcast?" Were you a bit worried at the start? Oh, she's you? Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ella was like, "Nah, mate, <laughs> don't do it." But you, but you were a bit worried at the start just because yeah, to, to an extent, and Mary, and the same with Mary with the YouTube channel, you are, to an extent, putting yourself out there and to be to be judged, good or bad. You know, people will listen and people will give you their opinion whether you want it or not. And it's, it's, it's like a, it's another step. It's a scary place. And you just, you know, I get, luckily, I've been very fortunate. I get very few what I'd call trolls on social media or anything like that. But when you do, it still affects you. Um, but I think what we're doing is positive, isn't it? It's really positive and, and people are just reacting to that and really responding well. Yeah, I think if I've you create not... a positive environment, they're not just going to manifest itself in more positivity. It's, it's a circle, isn't it, really? Yeah, 100%. So I think what will be beneficial now is if, I don't know, maybe Ben could start to tell us what's happened, tell, tell everyone officially what's happening in the break between season one and two anyone going anywhere i am not sure but i'm definitely not doing what i just cut out there um <laughs> <laughs> that won't make the final podcast i am moving to thailand so i just uh, the one of the reasons that i asked the boys for you guys for a slight sabbatical is because life is just getting crazy and um i have two months literally i'm moving on the first of august i have two months and four days to get my life together and get everything booked and move to thailand and i i, I desperately want to continue this podcast but something had to give and um we just thought well this is the perfect kind of jumping off point to plan or to really because let's be honest 
we lurch from week to week and get guests, you know, they're not booked very far in advance. Let's just say that. They're very receptive and they're very open to coming <laughs> yeah. on. Very helpful. Yeah, they're very good people because you kind of go, fancy coming on a podcast tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing in 10 minutes, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is very much that. Uh, they're like, yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm moving to Thailand. What about Sam? I think it's kind of, yeah, like you said, it's it's come at a time when we're all pretty busy. I mean, it's the beginning of marathon training season for me. So we've just moved house um, and I'm now kind of, building up to London Marathon, which was my first marathon. So lots of my evenings and kind of even lunch times and mornings are going to be taken up with running, running all the time. <laughs> yeah, so running. I'm going to be, I think, knackered as well. So it's one of the things that I can't imagine how you're doing it then with juggling Ironman training, um, YouTube and your work and everything. But it's just, it, it becomes more challenging to organise podcasts and things like that when you've got work life and training all, all at once. Yeah, 100%. George? I think, I was thinking about this, and I was like, well, yes, my training's ramping up, but I'd, every year it ramps up, but I think just having the time now to think about it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just one of those periods of time where training ramps up, you begin to race, and also with work, I get a bit of leave, and I'm kind of looking forward to just spending more time with Ellen mm -hmm. and the dogs. And then, yeah, like you said, recock ready for another season. I think we'd be chomping at the bit by the time we get to it, right? Absolutely, yeah. But don't yeah. go, don't get us wrong. It's not that we're <laughs> we're too busy and we can't be asked. It's just it's it's come at a time when I think it just suits us all to have, like you said, a, a little break. Yeah, hundred percent. The listeners probably can't part with us for much longer anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are we we kind of overstaying our welcome slightly, and we're like we're stretching it out, but. <laughs> I think it's been six. I think I really feel like it's been a positive season. Absolutely, and, yeah. And I really feel like there's so much more that we can do and so much more we can learn. And yeah, I'm excited to see where season two takes us because I think what we will do is we will stay in touch um, quite regularly and we'll just bound ideas about all the time. We've got, we've got now almost like an informal planning period, which is pretty cool in itself. We get to decide where we want to go with this. We've got months of kind of, oh, what what about this subject? Have you thought about this? I've just read this book. Do you reckon we could get this person? Or, you know, we've got all of that exciting stuff ahead. We can really book some good people in and we've had some great people already, so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where we go with it with regards to guests and who we can get teed up, especially after, hopefully, a summer of good racing, um, both on the continent and over in America for age groupers and professionals. Mm. Hopefully there'll be a lot to talk about there and, uh, get some good chat going towards the world championships and then after the world championships we'll be looking at Kona. Olympics. Yeah, Olympics. Yeah, oh, as well, and yeah. the Olympics, of course. Mm. What are the dates of the Olympics? I think July it's start, I think. July into August. Yeah, end of yes, that's it. End of July into August. Yeah, that's right. So that'll be maybe I mean we'll, that's good in itself. Maybe we'll do an Olympic one off special just to please the crowd, but we won't say too much about that now. Yeah, yeah just we, we keep people guessing when we might come back, but but it, it's not we're not talking about taking a nine month break, it's it's gonna be a couple of months, few months. I mean, the main thing for me is I've got to ship my stuff over, that's the, the thing that's going to take the longest. I have to literally ship my podcast studio over to Thailand, so um, that takes time, but you know, we've got time. 
and we've got we have to work out the time difference as well i know i was thinking that it's more like it's more likely gonna have to be like weekend ones isn't it because unless yeah i mean i go to bed at 9 p.m so (laughs) i'm sticking today (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll make it work we'll just someone well, it's either going to be me and Sam or you will have to just maybe push sleep an hour to the left or right. But yeah, we'll I fine. would do that for you guys. I'd do that for I'll you. I'll do it. A man your age shouldn't have to lose sleep for us young guns. <laughs> yeah. I, I need my 12 Get hours sleep a night. six minutes to spare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is 20 to nine now and I'm like, man, I could really go to bed right now. Oh, mate, so could I. I mean, I actually think it's also the fact that we all train pretty hard, so... Bed is just a safe place, though. It is your safe place. It's my safe I've even place. started putting podcasts on whilst in bed since I've been a bit ill and I've been on a bit of bed rest. And I've never done this before because you usually might watch a film, but I didn't want to have my eyes open because it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you're ill, so, when yeah. your eyes hurt. Podcasts, lying there, listening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to actually promote another podcast here. Go on. Red-handed. It's like a true crime. Oh, so good i i've heard of it like gory things i just started listening to peter crouch i like it a lot we'll explain a bit more on the next one but very good you know we're about we're gonna run out of time you know that right oh this i feel like we're saying goodbye wait i'm gonna hang on i'm just gonna play the smaller one look just in case so for now it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from george goodbye everyone and it's goodbye from Sam. Goodbye. Uh, thanks, boys. Really appreciate it. And we will be back and good we will fun. be stronger and it will be good. See you in autumn. Yes. <laughs> see you, chaps. I will miss you greatly, but I will see you at your race, George. And so will Sam with a hangover. Yeah, we'll post a nice photo on the Instagram. 100%. There'll be a video. There'll be a video. Instagram, uh, a YouTube video as well, for sure. I wish you'd have teed up your little music device to play like James Blunt. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. I could. Well, I wouldn't even know how to do that, actually. I could work it out, but uh, I'll be honest with you, I can't be asked. (laughs) (laughs) Too much effort. (laughs) (laughs) Right, boys, I'll speak to you soon. I'll, I'll, I'll see you soon. I'll see you both soon, actually.